Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Morning, um, Peter. Morning, Morning Jim. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I did my trawl, Frank. You know, I like to look through the uh, texts and emails. Yeah, it's very good of you. I know. Well, you know, <laughs> something to do, innit? I like to show my worth somehow. Oh, um, you don't need to do that, my friend. Uh, we've had a we've had an email last night. Whatever happened to you know, this is the mm. thing that we do on the show? You know. Do you want the jingle? If you want. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Go on. Let's make the effort. Start with the to go on. <laughs> I like this. It's got a bit oh, of Oh, no, nostalgia you're supposed to, to say it then. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, he pointed at Alan. Let's try that again. Let's try that again. again. So it's whatever happened to it. It's instead oh, of it's saying... It's quite long, though. It's We've quite a long the moment now. That's OK. You can make okay. it work. Okay. I've got faith in you. OK, okay let's, let's have a go at it. That ladylike manoeuvre women used to do to mount a push bike. <laughs> it goes something oh, like this. Yes. While on left side of bike frame and left foot on left pedal, she pushes off with right leg. Bike is now in motion, so she slips right leg through frame and then sits on saddle. <laughs> That's why they don't have a crossbar. Exactly. Yes. I tell you what I haven't seen. People used to put one the left foot on the pedal if they're on the left side, mm-hmm. and then they'd put their back leg out really straight and oh. go along for a few. I know yeah. that. That one, the dragging foot. Yeah, but really like a point like tag. A, you know those dogs like a yoga pose. Yeah. Can I just stop the show for a second? It's only just what? stopped me how remarkable it is. There is a dog called a pointer that points at stuff. <laughs> a dog? <laughs> a dog? Regardless of whatever press, not, in my opinion, not necessarily the most intelligent of animals. How oh, forgive, you? forgive me, Emily. I know, I'll let you But off. to point, to point at where dead stuff has landed... I mean, that's incredible. Well, what about the boxer? What about it? Well, they box. They box? Yeah, they're paws. That's why they were so called. Is so, it? Yeah. They, they box? They, it's like when they get their both their front paws up, it's like in a boxing motion. Thank well, you. hush my mouth. <laughs> never knew that. I never knew that. I thought it's because they got faces like boxers all mm-hmm. smashed up and flattened. And so they've got boxers' faces and paws. How strange. Yeah. I'll pass on your goals to the Eubanks when I see them. <laughs> And also because their their tail their tail is gives them no privacy at the rear whatsoever. I thought it's because they look a bit like a tissue box. Right. I thought they were called boxes. Well, you've thought about it a lot, oh, but yeah. just not in the right way. It turns out. Thought, yeah. Well, I used to have one that used to stand at the side of my bed in the morning, do a headstand, a boxer, because we didn't have egg cups. <laughs> Um, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, can I also stop the show to say I've seen a thing this morning which has filled me with despair. Oh, what is yeah. it? I am, I'll admit, I'm a stranger to despair. I'm building this up. But poor Colleen Rooney, hasn't she been through enough just lately? Oh, oh this was bad. He's on the I cover know, of the mirror with a bogey in the right barrel. <laughs> Oh. We With, don't oh, know oh, if it's... Oh, come on, it's a, it better be a bogey or she's finished. <laughs> it is a bit bat in oh, the cave. Oh, it's so... It is bat. It's a bat and oh. it's, a, it's a fruit It's a big bat. old bat. Yeah, oh, nuts. They could have took that a bit of felt pen in post. It yeah. might be a printing totally error. Oh, it could come be. on. <laughs> I, I'm afraid I was I a little Just bit. the way it's sitting, I know it's the real thing. I suspected malice. As you say, it could be taken out in post, but it also could have been added in post. She might not Nobody have Nobody would dare in this day and age add not. a bogey to the front page of a popular <laughs> I, hope no. I hope it's a real Their bogey. career would be in ruins. 
I'm, I was genuinely, I wanted to hog her, um, oh. sort of uh, metaphorically, obviously. After she'd wiped. Can I make obviously? it absolutely yeah. clear I didn't want to hog her? Gotta <laughs> <sighs> oh. <laughs> be so careful, Jeff. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We need to discuss the great pineapple ban. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. <laughs> in all these festivals for the young people, Sarah on the show probably goes to them. Now, can I, before we go into it, can I mention that? I was, someone was talking to me about they'd been to uh, a festival, right? And oh. they were people... Um, How old were they? I wouldn't say they were my age, but they were in their... So David Baddiel era? Late 40s, early 50s. And they, and, and they were talking about being... And they said... Uh, <clears throat> And the great thing is, you know, the young people who are there, you know, teenagers, they're not at all judgmental about people our age being, at, you know, at, at a festival. And I said, I've got to stop you there. They might not be, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and, and these were people I didn't know terribly well, to be honest, but I said, I've got to tell you, I, have a, it's, I find it very squirm-making when middle-aged people talk about being at festivals. Why? I don't know why, but they're always... Oh, just thinking about it now. Look, I'm folding. You know when you fold your arms a bit too much because you're a bit. Is it? They're, is always, it... they're always somewhere I've never heard of. They say, "Oh yeah, we went to Clampdown at the weekend." <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. We're going to Reticence. Oh yeah. So we went to Reticence. The Lighthouse family were absolutely amazing. <laughs> I oh, please. If you're gonna go, I mean, wear an elephant man Hessian head cover and shut down. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> but really, middle-aged people at festival. I'm sorry, I know it's bigotry. I'm not justifying it, but it makes me feel physically nauseous. <laughs> Some, a man I know who is older than me said, did you see any of the Glastonbury coverage? <laughs> and, older than me? <laughs> and I... Who was this? I said no, which was a lie. Because I thought it was a trap to try to humiliate me. I said, no, I didn't. I'd actually watched a bit, but I wasn't going to tell anybody. And then he started to talk brazenly, brazenly about the fact he'd been watching it. Wow. You meant to, what goes on tour stays on tour. What was he exactly. saying? Was he saying there were some great tracks? Yeah. <laughs> he was saying, oh, yes. Yeah. You can't do that. Well, I, I realised I'm getting old because this, the band who the Pineapple Band relates to, I, I know virtually nothing the about. The Glass Animals. Glass Animals. Well, have we explain then... what this is, the Pineapple Band? We should explain. Yes, we care should. to explain so, it, So they, they have a song called uh, Pork Soda, and it features the line, pineapples are in my head, repeatedly through this the song. This is a band called Glass Animals. And, uh, is it based on... Uh, is it a pun on um, the glass menagerie, the um, the play? No, apparently he overheard someone say it in the street. Uh, what, pineapples are in my yeah, head? Yeah, and mm. he thinks, and then he he loved it, but then thought, maybe I've misheard. Yeah, But it just the stayed in his head. The point is they've now banned it, them. I'll tell you what it could have been, I don't know, but I know that there is a... Um, a shop called Pineapples R Us in Minehead. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody, he said, do you know where I can get some pineapple? Pineapples R Us in Minehead, he heard that. Yeah. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Oh, I'll tell you who we haven't discussed this morning. One of my favourites. Not one of your favourites, Frank. Daniela Craig. Oh, yes, Daniel Craig. Because I know you've had previous with him. Well, he stole your cleaner. There's no easy way of saying it. Um, he did steal my cleaner. Although I've got, um, I've got an update on that. What? 
Anyway, let's get on with the story. I don't know if I can when I know this cleaner <laughs> anecdote is well, resting in case, there. In case you're new to the show, um, my um, cleaner left me for Daniel Craig. Um, he offered it's a more... quite like Freddie Star ate my hamster, but <laughs> he it's off, yeah. there. He offered a more hours. This was after he moved in with... Uh, Rachel Vo- Edelweiss. Rachel <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So she, he led her away, and she'd wow. been with me. She was with me before Sorry, him. Sorry, you say he led her away, well, making it sound much more sinister than it was. Well, I felt, I felt. Um, anyway, everything. he, she has now um, left him for a Helena Bonham <gasps> Carter. So oh. the bites are bitten, eh? I was going to say shut the front door, and she did behind her. Yes, Leave the did. key. Did he say it like Bond? Leave the key there. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's taken on the new film. <laughs> he wants her back. She so was her he's shaken, but not that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you think um, I like that? Do you think HBC uh, up the old price? Then, well, we don't know, but I mean, she must have. She, I mean, this woman. Do you think she? She just keeps yeah. getting better hours, more money. I don't know. What a clean she I is. imagine the one of Carter's house is just covered in cobwebs as well. <laughs> yeah. well you, you wouldn't have to clean them off, though. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, well, anyway, I, I, don't, I don't know the ins and outs, but um, I, it, it gave me a certain satisfaction yeah. <laughs> that um, he couldn't hold on to. Cause, I mean, I don't know, in the pecking order of stardom, where, where do um, DC and uh, HBC, where do they... Well, given that, all I would say... Is... I mean, on the BBC, I think she gets 18 <laughs> quid a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is... In the light of the new the news just in, which is that he signed up to be Bond again, having previously said he wanted to he would rather slash his own wrists than play Bond again. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that. He's said to be getting in excess of a hundred million pounds, Mr. Bond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I were her, I'd be sticking with him. If you know what I mean. Well, I don't. I'm not saying she was motivated by money. I think she must have said... I'm saying he is. Yeah, well, (laughs) take that back. (laughs) They offered him that much money. He said, I'm taking you to the cleaner. (laughs) There you go, you see? (laughs) I knew we'd we'd get a finisher. (laughs) Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Why are Formula One drivers always a bit weird? (laughs) <laughs> you see him interviewed you think what's the matter, what's the matter with him <laughs> people I wouldn't let babysit for me number 11 Formula 1 drivers <laughs> what is it what's the matter with them just uh, a bit yeah. off you know what I mean a bit off kilter <laughs> <laughs> anyway they're uh, the sort of people that yeah they turn up at a dinner party and you think no they don't turn up oh, at a dinner no, party oh no Gerhard's here I oh, think they'd no. sit, sit on the car park um, <laughs> just looking at the steering wheel Frank we've heard from the outside world Tom Lawrence says does Frank realise it's illegal to carry salt in your pocket if you intend to throw it at people I don't know what you're talking about next <laughs> um, <laughs> what about but I eat a lot of hard boiled eggs so I think yeah. I think I could make that stand up in court. Yeah, mm. could you just say you really you're worried about slugs? Yeah, yeah. 
Although it's, I've never, I think that's really horrible. Oh, it's a horrible, horrible. Thing. Well, as, a, as a method of killing slugs. <laughs> yes. I mean, they're, they're very squashable. Oh, I've yeah. done the salt method. Is that, it's cruel, oh, isn't it? Oh, I think they writhe in pain. You can see the horn, you know the horn, the horn eyes? Are they eyes? Those, there's two things on the front of a <laughs> slug and snail. Are they eyes or are they antennae? Why do you need antennae if you've got a, a shell on your back? Does the slug have the antennae? Oh, they're sort of squashed in one. No, they, they have the antennae. They come out when you drop the salt on it. Oh, do they? In a sort of... Oh! Maybe they're <laughs> trying to read your uh, licence plate. That's why their eyes are covered. <laughs> so they can report you for assault. <laughs> Fantastic. Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I had my first bath of 2017. (laughs) Hang on, we must have a jingle for that. Stick stick of the dump. See See if I've got my first bath. I like Actually, I didn't much like it. Oh, I like a bath. I didn't uh, have you down as a bath dodger. No. Oh no, I like a shower. You see, mm. and I'd forgotten. Uh, I'd forgotten my routine. I had to get really? in the bath and think, no, hold on, how do I do this? Honestly. Really? How do I do this? Because I had a very set routine. I kneel when I first get in the bath. Do you? Oh, there yeah. we go. So I kneel and I <laughs> oh, wash God. my face. At Pontifex. Yeah, you kneel and wash your face. I yeah. kneel and wash my face. I want to wash my face in the water before it's oh, become right, corrupted right. by my lower part. <laughs> I hope people can sit in water for ten minutes and then wash their face. It's absolutely disgusting. Oh, I never think about it like that. Well, I don't wash my face in the bath. No. Oh. No, I've got all sorts of other things for that. What do you use? A five-step uh, cleansing process is what I use do you after use a the bath. Jogging you. <laughs> I don't approach bathing in the same way. I don't think as you and showering. You have a you have a sort of work ethic in the bathroom, <laughs> which is very much right. I've got this to do. I've got a to-do yes, list. Exactly. I just enjoy my time in there. If I'm you know, I, I never I'm do like that. that. I never like do that. Kath is like that. Mm. My partner Kath. It's she gets into the shower. We had a shower together in our early days when. We were excitable. <laughs> and she would say, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm, you know, I'm washing my hair and then I'm going to do my neck. And she said, oh, I just stand here. <laughs> she was like, well, it's like someone to bus stop. She stands under the water and then yeah. that's that done. That's, is that right, Jean? That's what I, I don't do. think so. <laughs> when I'm in the bath, after I've done that bit, I go into a sort of... I wash my feet now, which is quite easy, and, the, and your chest. And then I go into sort of crab position so I can wash the, my middle section. That's because trying good. to wash something that's underwater is a waste of time. You know that sort of crab thing you do? Ever played crab football? Oh, yeah, I know that, but I just don't really do that in the bath. (laughs) Hands and feet on the floor, but you've sort of lifted, you've elevated your hips. I mean, it's an old man's version of that. Oh, okay. But I had to get the middle bit out of the water so you can wash it. It sounds like you're doing bath yoga. (laughs) Maybe there should be a bath yoga. (laughs) I'm sure It sounds really stressful, Al. But otherwise... Yoga. (laughs) It's no good washing something that's underwater, is it? Yeah, I think that is washing. <laughs> no, it isn't. Because no, the soap, it is. the soap, Why is it no good? Because the soap never has any time on the surface of the skin. Because it, it's dispersed into the water. This is why fish smell. Do they? 
They don't, though. Don't, what do no. you mean fish don't smell? What are you talking about? If you walk past the good fishmongers and the fish is fresh, it shouldn't smell fish. That'll be a, one of those Sky series, no. Fish Don't Smell. Fish I can see it being commissioned now, Frank. Yeah, Lee Mack presents yeah. Fish Don't Smell. <laughs> And it'll be in common sense explanations. Yeah. Science for the uh, yeah. man in the street. <laughs> uh, man in the stream, in this case. Um, well, I, I just don't get it. I don't get that anyone washed themselves underwater. I mean, what, what, what are we talking about? I think, well, have you thought ever, it's just a suggestion from someone who loves you. Yeah. Have you ever thought about maybe just lie back, make it a kind of sensory experience? So it's not a washing thing. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, have you thought about doing that? Have some music, maybe have a candle. Can I say maybe one of Lady the worst, and Red on in the background? One of the worst things me and Kath ever used to do was have a bath together. <laughs> so overrated that. It's horrible. I don't like bathing. <laughs> horrible. For a start of I had to have the taps and it's like being a, a, someone's got a gun in your back. <laughs> So you're lying there like that. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most, the water is too high because it's got two people in there. There's nothing. And you like candles and then you think, I'm just thinking, I just want to get clean and get out. I hate scented candles. Getting clean in there. That's what it's for. Bathing. Stop treating it like prison. (laughs) Well, when I had a bath in prison, it was a, a very different experience. Yeah, he was but that's for the crab walk. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, I went to um, Poland this week. Oh, you Hello. went to Poland. <laughs> I went to Poland. Nestrovia. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I thought I'd have a look round Europe before we're um, not in it. Banished. <laughs> I don't know if we'll be actually banished, but... Um, I don't think we will. I think we're self-banished, maybe. Yeah. I haven't been self-banished for a long time. No. So what you get, why turkeys that are self-basted? <laughs> anyway, self-basting, that's what it is. Goodness I, me. I it was in there somewhere. So it's, tell us about Poland. Well, uh, turns out... Turns <laughs> out... Radio 4. <laughs> yeah, no, you have to say, so Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Tell us right. about Poland. Um, <clears throat> turns out it's an hour ahead. No way. Okay. Who knew? <laughs> Was that your only finding? I thought that, that they'd stopped all that with Europe. What no, I think a lot of Europe is an hour ahead. But why is that? Well. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, boss. Why is that? But I do like that. I like it like when you're on a plane and you're changing your. Uh, <laughs> you're easily pleased. You're going to Australia, love. Oh yeah. I know, but I, I love changing the. I'll just get the watch. And then, yeah. But when, all the time we was there, we're saying the bus got up at seven o'clock English time. I'll post. I'll just join in. <laughs> so you were there for. We, we flew to Gdansk. Oh, lovely. We flew to um, Lekwowetska. Yeah. I Airport. I don't know any of these. Airports. Do you remember Lake for Wesco? I do. No. Oh, come on. Solidarity? See, I feel sorry. Yeah, Solidarność. Solidarność. We had a sticker on our car. All the things that happened in Europe with um, the, the end of the Soviet Union, which obviously oh, yeah. I've got mixed feelings about, but. Um, he had a massive that, tash. The war, the war, massive tash. Yes. Massive tash. You don't get them tash. like that anymore. I mean, he had like a real big, proper, like a real adult adult Europe, channel and you, tash. And you knew it smelled of roll ups. Yeah. His tash. Right. But he was like a union leader, and he was basically the man who began that whole process. Forget your Gorbachevs. Mm. 
forget who. I've forgotten him. In fact, I thought of Lech Wałęsa earlier this morning. There was an advert on this very station. Kind of Polish um, Arthur Scargill. For um, is it called Oxoba? Is that what they call it? Oh right, yeah, yeah. And you have and you have a stop drinking. You stop drinking for a whole month. month. Is it Stoptober? Is it Stoptober? Well, it should be. I'm just Oxoba is actually better. (laughs) Oxoba. And that's my my mistakes are better than things that other people get paid for. (laughs) Put put that in your joke book. Oxoba. It's perfect. (laughs) My mistakes are better than things other people get paid for. Every Saturday, Frank Skinner. If he had a Twitter page, that would be his bio. I'm terribly sorry. (laughs) Someone writing that down. Get that down. Can you nip to the bakery and get me a slice of humble pie? (laughs) Thank you. Um, um, uh, Anyway, so, um, yes. So I was listening to the Ox... What's it called? Stoptober, darling. Stoptober. Okay. Not as good. Uh, (laughs) You can't just point out everything that you didn't invent and and say not as good. And I thought to myself, uh, it's it's talking about not drinking for a month. I had my last drink September the 24th, 1986. Yeah. And I thought to myself when I heard about... um, Stoptober. Oxober. (laughs) I thought to myself, this is how Lack Wawetska must feel when it's it's Movember. (laughs) (laughs) And now here we are talking about his airport. In my end is my beginning. Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Oh, here's a little uh, uh, couple of slices of life from my domestic life. I got okay. up, I got up this morning and it was still dark mm-hmm. and uh, I was going past my son's bedroom and I heard just a little bit of, not, just a little bit of rustling in the, in yeah. the sheets. Like he was just, you know. So I put my head round the door and he was lying like half asleep. I put my head round the door just to have a little look at him before I went to work. Aww. And he went, <laughs> didn't go quite like I was playing. Like you were Jack Skellington. Oh, man, absolutely scared the excrement out of it. It's a fine line between a sweet parenting moment and terror, isn't it? Yeah, it's just their head, my gaunt, my gaunt expression. And, oh, Jacob man. Marley had pitched up. It did, I felt bad about it, really. Reminds oh, me of the time I once, uh, I once overreached on um, trying to scare some hiccups out of my son during his bedtime story <laughs> instead just terrified him for a whole night he's in therapy what now what did you do suddenly sort of leap at him or something? Yeah, yeah I did boo shot the, shot, slam the book on his face <laughs> I did a surprise boo in the middle of a oh. sentence of a child's story whoops I ate a surprise boo yes oh yeah um um I, oh yeah, the other one was in, in yeah. the more uh, the, the sort of uh, f- the bobbly end of my uh, life. Okay. I was at um, I was at the opera this week. Lovely. I was at the opera and um, I imagine you like there opera? in the box like one of those muppets. Do you know what I like a bit of opera. You do, don't you? I do. It's like it's like a musical with PMT. <laughs> <laughs> It's got lovely things, songs, but there's terrible things, the terrible, book. frightening. Yeah, that could go in the joke. But for that, the, yeah. those people who don't have a joke, 
No, no, I told us I'm letting people in me. It's actually quite all right in that day. It's beautiful. It's wild, dear. Yeah. Anyway. Don't let those other ones steal it, Frank. What I need to stop doing is analysing my own remarks this morning. And then people, it turns people against you. When you say this morning, Thank you. You've been doing that I mean, for this years. isn't the first. Anyway. Your first time at the an- analysis rodeo. I was a stand back <laughs> and admire excellence. Anyway, I was at the opera and um, Richard E. Grant was um, there. And I've worked with Richard E. Grant. Oh, sure. Yeah, this on, is like most people's dreams. He was on the art, art show that I do. Oh, yeah. And uh, now he's got a forehead. He put his head around there. Frank, you can't just say that about people. No, no, no he's, he he's does, a handsome though. man. I mean, piercing blue. He's a really handsome man. It's lovely. Did he have a scar- actor, actorly scarf? Um, I'm not sure. It- oh, he must have had. Come on. He must have had. What am I even thinking about? Yeah. He must have had a scarf. Come on. Jeremy Irons had a oh. black pole jumper with a chain over the top. <laughs> Come on, actor. <laughs> anyway, so um, um, I so I thought I know Richard E. Grant enough to say hello. And I like to say hello to anyone who's been in Doctor Who, basically, if they're around. So I just tapped him on the shoulder and said, uh, hello, Richard. And he turned around, he grabbed my hand, and he went, how are you? And then he turned and walked away <laughs> immediately. <laughs> it was like hit-and-run friendliness. I mean, absolutely lit up. How are you? Gone. <laughs> it, um, I love I that. Thought, well, hold on, you never, you never waited for my reply. Yeah. Well, that's like, that's like the... Uh, the clergy do that, Frank, you've told us. Well, I mean, the clergy on the Sunday morning, they do the sh- handshake <laughs> with the other hand on the shoulder. So you're moved you along down the conveyor belt. But, I mean, they've got... But, I mean, this, honestly, it was, it was the contrast. <laughs> it was like a, a supernova of friendliness. Um, suddenly um, got, went into a black hole. May I ask a question? Are, you, are you certain that he recognised you? Do you think- <laughs> no, I'm not certain that he recognised me. He might have been saying Stephen Tompkins and I can't shake the man off. <laughs> it was, this, this is a man who has to get on a ladder to cut his own fringe, <laughs> remember? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um... Do you think there's any truth in the fact um, that Melania Trump um, Mm. might not always be Melania Trump? Well... Well, firstly, I would have gone Melania, but I like Melania. (laughs) Oh, here we are again with pronunciation. (laughs) Melania. Is it Melania you'd go? Okay. Well, I may be wrong, Frank. For well, people that don't know, we should explain what you're referring to. That there's well, yeah. a, there's a rumor, isn't it? Conspiracy is theory. Yeah. That it's not her. It's her body. But double. sometimes it's her, isn't it? Yeah, I've done a bit of reading on this, on why, oh. why this, and, and I think it's mainly that she wore on, sunglasses yeah. and didn't speak during one of Donald Trump's appearances. She wore sunglasses and didn't speak. But she never really speaks during his no. appearances. She's a sidekick yes. sort of figure. But all I can imagine is if, if that's all it takes off, for there Frank. to be a Twitter storm that you're a body double is wearing sunglasses and not speaking. That means that everywhere he's been, Bono has spoken for the last 30 years because well, there's exactly. never been a fake Bono Twitter storm from what I can gather. Yeah. Isn't it that she also decided... It's Bonafide. <laughs> Lovely, Frank. In Sharon, in 
Leave you at home to do the uh, top note. Multi-award winning. Yeah. Uh, isn't it that she also decided to don the uh, classic cartoon outfit of the 70s spy? Yeah. Which is the trench coat and the huge shades. Secret squirrel. You're always going to look <laughs> suspicious, aren't you? Yeah, but it's gone worse. Someone said that, that it looked like it didn't look like a real nose. It Did didn't. You that? Did you examine it forensically? I did. There was pink padding. I, think I mean, it's just light. Fake nose. <laughs> fake nose. Fake nose. Fake news. <laughs> he made it worse. Why, why? If it's a body double, why? Oh, so they've got a nose that looks like Mel- Melania's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I see. I've got to be thinking. honest, Trumbull Stiltskin, guys, he made it worse because he said, my wife, who happens to be standing right here next to me. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, made is, it sound very suspicious. That is, that Liars is very... do provide too much evidence, yes, don't they? it was like, all weekend at Bernie's. It my was real, weird. genuine wife <laughs> who's standing here has not got any kind of false nose. What? Yeah, he did out He overdid it. He protested too much. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we missed a trick at the uh, radio awards in Leeds. You could <laughs> You could have gone up on stage. You could have took Roy Hodgson in a pair of Reactor Light Rapids. They'd have taken it was me. I'd have completely accepted it. With a giant watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one would have questioned oh. that. They'd have thought he was playing it a bit low-key. Didn't yeah. say anything, Frank. But um, I want to know what people think she's doing, the real Melania, whilst the stooge Melania is there. He's killed her. <laughs> I think that's the worry. I mean, that's, a first, that's your first port of call. Either that, or you know, the other day that you were talking about celebrities that you think can actually fly. Yeah. Wouldn't, she, wouldn't it be great oh, if she's man. got a body double and she's just hovering around the White House? Just abo- hovering above them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the camera pans up. But and there she is. She must have kept it from Donald because he'd have had to boast about it. If, if yeah. she can fly, he'd we, have to say, my wife's a great flyer, she's one of the best Yeah, he's flyers. unlikely to keep that to, great to himself yeah, exactly. if she'd learned how to fly. What he does is he says something and then he just goes a little tail on it. So he says, my wife's an amazing flyer, really a great flyer. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Hi, Frank Allen and the Divine Miss M. As a regular reader, I suddenly thought to myself today, I can't remember the last time I heard of Frank doing something gittish. I've enjoyed the anecdotes over the years. Give me a call. A particular (laughs) favourite being when he ate a hard-working taxi driver's homemade sandwich. (laughs) Hard-working who got me somewhere an hour late. (laughs) I wondered if he has any recent anecdotes to this tune or if he is indeed mellowing with fatherhood year on year. Praise, Praise withheld, but well done on the award from Nicola. Thank um, you. Um, no, I'm really nice now. Oh, I'm really glad to hear. So, well, that's that sort. Yeah. Are you laughing at Daisy? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Just, of drivers, though, I had a driver this week, and he said um, he was talking about um, various parts of London. I said, "Where do you live?" He said, uh, "Oh, I live in um, South East London." I said, "Oh, okay." I said, um, is that by choice? He said, yeah. And I said, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite cool, isn't it? And, you know, 
groovy restaurants and things. And he said... Uh, Austin Powers. He said, uh, no, I, it's because um, there's much less speed bumps. Oh. I said, Good that thinking. is the most driver-based reason for living anywhere I have ever heard in my life. Very good I wonder thinking. if they, you can filter your results on right move yeah. by, uh, through speed bumps. Yeah, there's definitely a button for schools. I don't know if there's yeah. shops and bars and then speed <laughs> bumps anyone, just at the bottom. If any one of our readers has got a <laughs> interesting reason for living where they live, I mean, I know we don't all have a choice, but I mean, I, no. you'll do well to top speed bumps. As a Extraordinary. reason. I, when I moved to Manchester, I remember telling somebody that I found it very convenient for three different motorways and the airport. And they said, well, you know, my house is really near to the post office collection <laughs> thing. You, you know, when you miss a parcel and you go and get it. I can see that you buy somewhere and then you realise some yeah. of the pluses. But when you're actually looking at houses... That's your like sole that, motivation. It's really you're thinking, oh, quite near the uh, post office... Uh, Sorting collection, yeah. I'm quite near there, can I say? Oh, yeah, good. Well, it's a coincidence, but it's a happy one. Yeah. People sending in examples of Frank's gittishness. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Five I think that might be my fault. Gittishness, semicolon, family changing room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that was an accident. Ignorance, that, really. Well, I thought family changing room was a communal room for families. <laughs> so I was in there with this other family. In case you don't know. I said to the, the bloke, said it's... Um, quite tight in here with um, two families. <laughs> I said, I know, stupid. Honestly. And I didn't realise you didn't supposed to. He, I mean, he, he was being passag. He, he was, but he'd gone in to, to get undressed with his child. Suddenly another bloke had come yeah. in there. Imagine someone did that in a shop, just walked into your fitting room. I had no idea they were um, <laughs> they were for single families like that. Anyway, that was an accident. It wasn't gittish, it was foolishness. Well, keep them coming. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, by the way, I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you that I... Um, obviously, we won a big uh, radio award last oh, week. We, told we, we, we didn't talk show. about it, Mark. No, we, we did. Yeah, we, we, we crowed. We it. Yeah, we, we rustled. To, we did. We, we did. We crowed <laughs> about it. But um, continuing my role, I am... Um, Turns out this week I'm the 62nd most influential lay Catholic in uh, Great Britain, <laughs> according to um, the Tablet Magazine's Hot 100. Really? <laughs> the Tablet Magazine has a Hot 100. It does. <laughs> I didn't yeah. get my alerts from the Tablet today, otherwise oh, I would have known that. I was uh, pleased. Uh, last time I, I checked it, I was, I was only 69 on there, so I'm, I'm climbing. <laughs> Moving up the ranks yeah. in the community. L- loving it. What, um, what does that mean, though? I mean, it sorry, means I am a... Don't put him down. What is a lay Catholic? What, I don't a lay know Catholic what that is, a, is, a, is a Catholic who is not a member of the clergy. Oh, oh is that okay. what it means? Yeah, right. I thought it meant, like, lapsed Catholic, and you're not no, one of those. There you. <laughs> you're there every, There's a few every lapsed, Sunday. There's people in it lapsed up to the eyeballs, as my old parish <laughs> priest used to say. What, in I the list? Have, yes. I mean, no. People, I think, come on. Really pushing that, but anyway, it was, I was I was chuffed. I thought next to the radio thing. Yeah. I mean, these things come in threes. What's going to happen next? Probably a Nobel Prize, I should think. Um, I don't know about that. No. All right. Fair enough. Is that? Um, as I'll a, try and manage our expectations a bit. Yeah. 
Unless I, unless it's a prize for actually having no bill. <laughs> oh, that's very good. good, Frank. Yeah, which very good. Very, uh... You should get a prize for that work. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's wonderful work. The door that's, knocker award. It's my own <laughs> fault for. Uh, I was thinking I'd shut the oven door too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, nice sausages. Oh, no! No! Oh, love! That's what you said. Yeah. Um, Oh, the fez has arrived now. I just think I was taking an in-breath and the fez arrived. I know, I saw Daisy's hand leaping over there. She's draconian. Saw the chance. Draconian draconian fez work. Yeah. Draconian fez work the third was an American bloke I worked with in the early days. He's an agent. I would like to talk this morning about the JC. Are you familiar with the JC? The Gentleman's Quarterly. No. This is Gemma Collins (laughs) from Towie. Oh, yeah, GQ. (laughs) And she calls herself the GC in a slight uh, the governor way. Oh, does she? I didn't know she called herself the GC. It's a bit of a Paul Ince thing, though. I think she's hoping it'll catch on. (laughs) It's a self-styled nickname. Oh, great. Yeah. So what happened this week, in case anyone was unaware of this, she stacked it. As she she what? It. She stacked it. She went, I stacked it. The GC stacked it. Did she, she say that? She calls herself the GC. She refers to herself in the third person. George Clooney must be, yeah. must be kicking himself <laughs> that he missed out on that. He or must. George Carey. Or George Carey, former yeah. Archbishop of Canterbury. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she was at a Radio One Roadshow, was it, or an awards? Radio Teen Awards. Teen Awards. It was. Charles Corrin. Charles Corrin. Yeah. JC. She was presenting an award to yes, Love Island. I've never heard of the um... Teen Awards. No. I think there might be a new thing. She was presenting a Teen Award, age thirty-six. I know. Very Hope Radio for One. Um, Very Radio One. As she said, I didn't get a tenner for it. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised by that. I wouldn't have minded, Dan. I didn't even get a tenner. I've never been paid to, to present anything. She didn't get a tenner for turning up, was what she said. <laughs> yeah. Which makes me think that she thinks that everyone who goes to everything <laughs> is getting some money for turning up. Like, Do you think she thinks she's in the Truman Show or something, <laughs> that everybody else is just a very, stooge? It's very sordid. I don't really <laughs> understand. Well, I think it's a problem her. with the realities, because... Because if you start being paid for ostensibly having no skill at all, then you would expect it just yeah. for turning up. When I first met Phil the Power Taylor, yeah, he was. He, was, with he, was, he said to me, "I did a personal, did a personal last night, two grand." <laughs> did he? Yeah, the first thing, everything he said to me. Oh yeah, I did that. Yeah, six grand. Wow. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone getting paid for presenting an award before. No. Oh, it's a bit orcs days. <laughs> yeah, but not many have fallen, but not you many have fallen down a hole, have they? She fell no. down a hole, Boston, is that right? Boston, Mer- Boston Merrifield at the Comedy Awards, remember that? I think did, I do, yeah. Remember Boston Merrifield played Grandad? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. And I remember the Comedy Awards didn't miss one, love. He went up for the Comedy Awards and he slipped on the way up. And he was old, you know, he mm. had a big white beard and a bald mm-hmm. head. And oh, uh, no. he, went, he carried on his trooper. And he yeah. went on stage and he, he delivered it and the blood was running down like his Terry face. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was... Uh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, it was, it was, he, he won an event, don't you, at, a, at an awards ceremony, some sort of an event. And, 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 and the GC um, falling down a hole 
It's um, that. She went, She really went flying. Have you seen the clip? I, I have seen the clip. I have to say, a, a person from The Only Way is Essex falls mm. down a hole onto three people from Love Island. And Alan Cochran is still an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I think she said it was the worst moment of her life, didn't she? No, she said it was the best and worst oh, moment. Oh, did she? With extraordinary foresight in some ways. I think maybe the press coverage means a lot mm. for her. Oh, well. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that feeling. Um, I, there was a bit about... She said she spoke to one of the people that worked on the show mm. yeah. who hadn't warned her... Um, yeah. About the hole, the trap the door, whole yeah. hole, trap door thing. Yeah. And then um, she said the woman came up to her after and said, "Oh, for God's sake, don't tell anyone that I didn't warn you about the hole. You'll get me the sack." Mm-hmm. And she said, "I did. I couldn't do that to her before Christmas." Yeah, it's right. On t- I couldn't do that right on top of Christmas. <laughs> then she's done it. That's what she said. I think you're doing it, Gemma. Yeah, yeah. She's absolutely. You're telling doing that it. story yeah. now, right yeah. on top of Christmas. Yeah. Maybe she means I thought I couldn't do that right on top of Christmas. But no, it turns out I am. I am utterly. I am utterly yeah. ruthless when it comes down to it. Shows it's been a learning experience. For me, um, <laughs> Wendy, I'm not, I'm not just telling the organisers. I'm telling someone from the Sun. Yeah, I'm t- well, yeah I think yeah. She was talking on some. She yeah. talked to someone called Dan, and she kept using his name repeatedly. I noticed little uh, trick there. Is so that, that woman, Dan, the celebrity, she's finished now. The the whole yeah. supervisor. Oh, presumably. <laughs> oh yeah. What she... about when I went on? Uh, I went on the one show. Mm-hmm. And the sort of uh, I don't know what, but some uh, young woman who worked on the show said, "We're just gonna um, we're just gonna walk through the beginning, just as a practice, and then we'll do the." So I went on. Were you co-presenting, Frank? No, no, or, I was just as a guest. And uh, so I, that's it. We were walking through the beginning just as a, tr- a tryout, and then I realised after about three minutes we weren't. It was live on air. No, I could have said <gasps> any. Um, Class A swear word that would have uh, Whoa, would have destroyed. Ending. Yeah, I reckon it's the same woman. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I've told this story right on top of Christmas. Oh, I love the concept of on top of Christmas. <laughs> exactly, pudding wheat. Yeah. <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Uh, we've had another email. Hi. Frank, Emily and Alan just listening to a discussion on the radio Hi, we in an episode of Glee (laughs) Yeah Did you not know? No Oh, I didn't even get a tenner for showing up (laughs) to the episode of Glee (laughs) Right as she was sipping tea there Great Um, uh, Just listening to a discussion on the radio I'm just looking forward to that being the new catchphrase for everything (laughs) I didn't even get a tenner for turning up It won't be Al won't be saying it with his corporate career (laughs) 
just listening to a discussion on the radio about university places at Oxford and Cambridge when oh, somebody right. mentions on, on, on what station? It doesn't say. Oh. It says when somebody mentions think. Oxbridge. I had always thought that Oxbridge was one of the colleges at Oxford. Oh, but I, think. I had an IEM when I suddenly realised that Oxbridge is an amalgamation of both university names. I guess to refer to the two top and or elitist universities in the country. As you can tell, I attended neither. No. Over and out, Michelle. It's, um, it's, it is the great thing, of course, about yeah. the idiotic eureka moment, is the joy of being able to go, what, when you have got it? Mm. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's a good one, though. <laughs> Oxbridge. Imagine if she'd gone looking for it its last directions oh, locally. Do you know where Oxbridge is? Ridiculous. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> That's what it would have been like. Yeah. I, I never heard of it. <laughs> Very lost, this person. <laughs> she is. She's in Swindon. Where is she? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Anyway, I nearly uh, was scuppered by the um, spoiler that Prue had done. But then, it, do I, you watch Bake Off? I now? do watch Bake Off. Yes, lovely. I like it. And um, and what happened was the newsfeed on my phone said Prue has spoiled Bake Off, but thankfully it linked to a broadsheet who Hang said on. we're choosing not to spoil it. And, oh, uh, do you get extra slice alerts? Frank gets who no, alerts? I, don't, I, don't I get, get shit to alerts. Come on! I don't get extra slice alerts. I've never watched that. But okay. I. But actually, I didn't watch the break I get final shit too night. Night. <laughs> I get less and less as I get older <laughs> but I didn't I didn't watch Bake Off final on the actual night we watched it a day later oh you did well to get away with that with ch- yeah. well here's what happened we sat down we said to the kids oh you can watch Bake Off before bed and my son said oh I know who won it they mentioned it at school <gasps> and I went don't tell any of us yeah. I shouted at him properly right he went Ooh. okay okay I'm not going to tell anyone <laughs> it comes on five minutes in he goes uh, oh that's Sophie oh. at, least, at least he didn't say uh, bravo Sophie <laughs> he might have obviously, obviously yeah, that would have been a special <laughs> moment I would have thought yeah um, sh- uh, I basically um, why don't they use my old, my dad's old method is when the football results came on the news he'd put his fingers in his ears and go just like that until it was it's actually that note I'm really? telling you now it was that note I've heard it so many times but it is effective that isn't it you can probably stop yeah, but you can't do it with the internet you see no that's oh, what's no. changed that's true. Uh, I still... like Prue Lee though I felt rather sorry for her I really her. liked her I like that and I like that she's not uh, the invisible woman which happens quite often let's be honest and she's an inspiration to me that I'm not going to wear beige when I'm older I will embrace the primary, the primary colour the primary yeah. I um, thought she was great on it and it proves to me that no one's irreplaceable because people thought, oh, Mary Berry, irreplaceable. But mm. actually, it turns out all you really need to do to do that job is be a woman of a certain age and quite nice yeah. and be able to eat cake. The necklace is hell, pal. Which I think is going to make Doesn't it difficult sound like much for a qualification. Are <laughs> people making money out of that now? Well, I don't think. <laughs> I had to work my guts out. I don't think she's going to get a million quid a season, do you? Nice woman and make cake. When her agent. <laughs> when her agent. That's, what, that's it. That's it, that's it. Oh, thanks. This is, uh, thanks for the uh, interview. You got the job. <laughs> I mean, really? 
That's celebrity now. That's it. That's all it took for that Frank job. Frank sounds like Judy Dench outside the Ivy. Judy Dench what? could do it if she was nice. I feel She's like not just... nice enough because she was rude to Frank once. Right. I feel like a black cab driver must have felt when having done three years doing the knowledge when the sat-navs came out. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So anyway, um, anyway, Philip Hammond's joke jokes. Let's, uh, yeah, so we made. Return. Can we say what the Hammond May joke was? Oh. Well, um, yes, Jeremy Clarkson. Oh, Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> Jeremy, Clark, Jeremy Clarkson had um, said that he was nearly um, killed in in an accident in a driverless car. Yeah, twice, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know quite what he meant. I mean, was it an actual driverless car? Or was it just a car with no driver in? Yeah. The driver had leapt out. Oh, I see. I thought this was a philosophy was, problem that you were yeah. giving us. If a tree falls in the forest. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy was punching him in the face over and over and over again because he hadn't got any bald sweets in the glove compartment. Yeah. And the bloke leapt out of a moving... No, anyway, so he said he'd been injured in a, in a driverless car. I love that his argument was over a stake. It's At a time brilliant. when the government is trying to push through the old That's idea right. of the driverless car. So um, he... Um, Philip Hammond mm. said mm. that uh, you know it, 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 it'd been a bit. It was a pity that he disagreed with them, but, but yes. he said it wasn't the first time that Jeremy Clarkson had been snubbed by Hammond and May. Can I just boom. say I think that's great? I mean, yeah. it was a big Mic old drop. boom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should a... say that Hammond, Richard Hammond, and. Um, James James May is normal assistant. They're the one that wear floral um, Paul Smith shirt, QI shirt, and um, leather thigh-length jacket too. And, uh, of course, boot cut jeans. Yeah, of course. But... For me... I know what's going to happen now. Are they snobbed? I, 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 I agree. Like so many jokes that work on the night. I agree. When you actually drill word. down into it, I it's don't not... think he's ever been snobbed. So oh, I think either. they've the dynamic... absolutely latched on and, yes. uh, you know, <laughs> bought big houses. He chose Why didn't word. he say he should have said... Jezza. What, what would you what, No, you say what he could have said. Oh, well, I would have said the Prime Minister and I, you know, we're trying to champion the driverless cars in the interest of, you know, um, the environment, etc. Mm. And then we get this person who's you know knows about cars who's been critical on that you know that's a problem but it's it's not the first time that Jeremy Clarkson has made life difficult for Hammond and May come on that's the one then you see it's neat because he made the move to a less watched channel longer in the setup but it's more effective in the payoff you don't need the setup because I mean it's sort of it is though I mean it is longer in the setup frankly it is longer in the setup What was his setup? I feel so tense, I want to cry. It's just a bit leaner, his setup was leaner. Oh! <laughs> we can argue, I'm happy to use his setup. What was it? Uh, let's have a look. His setup was something. Well, you're saying it's leaner, you don't know what it is. <laughs> I know Jeremy Clarkson doesn't like them. Oh, Jeremy Clarkson, <laughs> break the tension. I, I've got to say, Al. I mean, it's been good knowing you. Lean, <laughs> lean this, lean that. 
but come on, that's a better joke. It is. I think the payoff is much better. It works on every level. <laughs> but I think there's another d- down for um, Philly Hammond on this, isn't there? Oh, yes. Um, we've uh, we've actually had a text from Ian Angle who has said Jeremy Clarkson has pointed out that David Cameron did the Hammond and May gag two years ago. Oh, I my words. I mean... <laughs> I mean, he's rumbled. You know, he thought, "I'm having that." The stealing of jokes is never acceptable. If you're taking them from David Cameron, <laughs> <laughs> that is that's really... a low point in your. That's a look within yourself moment. <laughs> yeah, that's like when you hear of like during the miners' strike, there was people <laughs> buying their furniture and giving them really, really low prices. Mm-hmm. You know, and taking it back. The poor stealing from the poor. Yeah, it's another example of that. Not often. And I would have thought that uh, these two are described as the poor. But in the world of comedy, <laughs> they are, I think it's fair to say, impoverished. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Meanwhile, hi guys. All right, we're back at uh, <laughs> Zoella. Zoella Towers. Who I approve of. But yes, she, um, she got in a bit of trouble. <laughs> Um, just like him. <laughs> I mean, just like him. Someone do a David Bellamy impression. Come on. Hey, that's my whole repertoire. <laughs> so here we are in the most fabulous undergrowth, stretching for miles. Excellent. Uh, now we have to do Prince Charles. <laughs> Team show. Yep. We all do. Okay. Um, she released a, an, I nearly said a Christmas advent calendar there, but I mean an advent calendar for well, the Christmas market. Got to stop you there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Was it an advent calendar? Well, this is where she got in, um, in a bit of trouble, isn't it? Because it only had 12 items in it. 12 so windows. 12, 12 windows, days. Yeah. So, and I don't think it was a historical reference to the window tax from Georgian <laughs> times. No. Well, they've put a twist on it to save a little bit of money. <laughs> they've called it the 12 Days of Christmas calendar, oh, which, yeah. as we all know, follows Christmas. Even yes. a heathen like me knows this. Right. And the advent, Frank, I'll go over to our religious expert, well, that's is four, the expectant time before Christmas, it's presumably. Four, it's the four, starts with the, the, it's four Sundays, basically. Right. So the last one being like the Christmas week thing. So it's the mm-hmm. four weeks roughly before Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Thanks the for idea. our religious correspondent, so Frank Sonner. <laughs> so it's not an advent calendar. No. Make that clear. It's the 12 days of Christmas, which is, as you say, it makes more sense in a way. So if you buy yeah. someone for Christmas, yeah. then they can um, open a thing every day. I mean, it had other problems as a product. Yeah, it's 50 quid. It was 50 quid. <laughs> And the total contents of it were worth 25. That was. Um, They've halved the price now. Yes, yeah, so now. Because there's it's, been such an outrage I mean, over now it. you could buy it and so I got it for cost. Did you see some of the contents? Well, uh, there's three cookie cutters for a starter. Yeah. Oh. I mean. A gingerbread that's man, biscuit, a star that, and angel. That's if you're making biscuits. Yeah. yeah. So it's only 12. If there's 12 things, you don't want three of them to be the same thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That is. Well, uh, you know, but what, about... what about a chisel <laughs> for the, the Boxing Day? Can you imagine Frank's uh, advent calendar? Yeah. <laughs> it's not an advent calendar. Oh, it's not calm an advent down, calendar. dear. You're absolutely right. You're embarrassing yourself. It reminded me of that time. Do you remember for years? I well, I don't even know if you know this about me. I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the show. But I usually buy a pen and paper diary, like an old school diary. Yeah. 
Not, not in my phone. 99 pence. Get it from a pound shop every year. 99 pence. And I think you, the first you shout year... them down to yeah. 99. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> got to have a haggle. I think the first year I joined this show, we got to a week where it wasn't in my diary. I, yeah. It was just missing. There was a page. So I was thinking maybe she's just lost a few. Yeah. It could just be a clerical error and they've rolled with it. Well, I mean, let's go with it. She said she's been working on it for a year. (laughs) (laughs) She honestly said that. I mean, it's nice to meet someone whose output is lower than mine. That is (laughs) unbelievable. She's been working, not even an advent calendar, but she's been working on a 12 window. Christmas calendar for a year. That's a month a window. We were talking this, I think Muriel Spark wrote The Prime of Miss Jean Brodie in a month. <laughs> Remains of the day in five weeks. Yeah, Zoella, a year, imagine that. Zoella, you're coming out tonight, I can't. The, um, the Christmas calendar thing, what advent, no. It's going to be advent, but in a year I just can't, I can't get them all in. Uh, I can't come out. It's, I'm absolutely flat out with a calendar. <laughs> I mean, three. Well, why don't you make it easy for yourself? Have three of the things. Have 25% of the gifts the same thing. <laughs> that would give me a bit of leeway. Give You're you right. three months off. I feel that. bad about that, though. I might have to take it down from the 100 quid to the 50 quid I had in mind. Goodness me. I mean, I don't want to, you know, she's, I'm sure she's a lovely young woman. But um, get help if you can't, if you can't, can't knock that out in a year. Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Had another tweet in, this time from Kate. Oh, yeah. She says, whatever happened to tubes in meat? When we were kids, we often found tubes in mints, especially in school dinners. Or is it that I just don't eat school dinners anymore? Now, the thing is, this sounded quite familiar to me because Mm. I believe this was one of... When Frank Skinner was a guest on Room 101 many years ago, was this not one of your inclusions, Frank? It was. um, Exactly that. I chose chose tubes in meat. And uh, it was uh, when Nick Hancock hosted it. The the first doctor, as I like to call it. I'm the third doctor. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, they found me some fabulous examples. Um, One got, like, multiple arteries running through it. Yeah. I think I described it as a um, a meat harmonica (laughs) (laughs) and attempted to play on the show. Well, I think this is Yeah, great minds. Great minds, Kate. Well, great minds and also just highlights what I often think is that when I have an amusing thought, I think Frank's got there first. Oh. (laughs) But here's a question. Did... um, did it go in room 101, the tubes yes. and meat thing? Because that, oh. be, that could be her answer when, when she says what happened to it. The answer could oh, be that's why Frank it's put it in room 101 and <laughs> oh, now it's not I here anymore. I don't, I don't know. Perhaps the show has more power than any of us realised. That's, um, that's possible, yeah. Um, I was, funnily enough, I was, I, was, um, in, I was invited to a screening of um, Sophie's Choice at the BFI. Just Let, this week. Review. <laughs> and um, I, that was one of my choices on the... Um, Sophie's Choice? Yeah. <laughs> I had a terrible thing when I got the... Uh, we borrowed my brother's VHS um, player. He was one of the first men, I think, I think in Britain to have a VHS player. 
Really? And um, we, when he went on holiday, he was frightened about leaving it in the house. Well, so our we, Keith was. No, our Terry. Oh, Terry. So we Sorry. Took, <laughs> took it over to uh, to our house for safety. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it took it took a bit of shifting. It was a right. big. So I thought I'd get a nice weeping for my mum and dad to watch, and there's a lot of swearing in some of the toys. Oh, yeah. dear. I had to walk out the room. Oh, no. And then my mum came and knocked on my door, and I said, no, please, I can't go back down there. And she said, um, you've got to, we, we don't know how to switch it off. And I could hear this swearing coming from, oh, it's, so oh, I hate no. Sophie's choice. Um, well, she didn't like it much either. No, that was, it was a grim one, admittedly. But, you know... If you're going to make an omelette. <laughs> so, oh, I'll tell you what I did this week. It's, it's you know, Christmas is uh, is imminent. It's upon us. Um, I don't know if you remember imminent. He was Mr. Humphreys in uh, <laughs> Are You Being Served? <laughs> um, so I went to uh, the old Vic. Did you? Lovely. Scene of the crime. <laughs> and um, I went to the old Vic and, uh, for Christmas Carol. Oh, oh yes. yes, which is uh, an, a new adaptation with. I'm going to I'm going to try this now. Reese fans. Yes. All right. Yeah. Now, is this your one of your brother-in-law's productions? It is my. It is yes. My 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 brother-in-law um, did it, and um, he uh, obviously Charles Dickens did it. Yeah. But he. But adapted he's your brother-in-law, it. yeah. He is. He, Charles, Charles Dickens, Dickens, my brother-in-law. Yeah. Um, um, I can I can now. You get announce. lots of lovely tickets since <laughs> he's been in the family. Oh. Yeah. Jelly bags. Look, I got tickets before. <laughs> <laughs> but what about this? So we got there, and um, he, uh, he he got. You know, you can buy the book of the script when you go into a theatre sometimes. With oh yes. So um, he dashed off to the counter and he got me the book of the script. Didn't give one any, any of the other any of the other party. Of our party, didn't mm. get them one, just got me one. Oh. I thought, well, that's lovely. Yeah. That's nice. And he said, have a look at the, uh, and I had a look, and um, the dedication for Frank. No. no. Oh, man. Oh, shut up. I was, ah, uh, uh, even talking about it now, I get a bit tingling. I would be really oh. choked up by that. And Reese Evans, who was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> was marvellous in it, a Scrooge. I saw him after and said, are oh, you absolutely brilliant? Which is it's great when you see someone you can just be honest. Yes, to lie and it was about. good. I said, you're really marvellous. had raves. And I said, by the way, have you seen this? I got the old. <laughs> 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 then I saw Eunice Tobbs. I said, hello, you. have you seen this? <laughs> and I became the party bore showing my oh, did you? dedication. Um, I mean, even to people who are in it. Yeah. You've got to be careful you know, showing your dedication off these nice. days. It wasn't about me. <laughs> no. Although it is. Absolutely. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, I did a, um, I did a reading at a carol service. Did you? On um, Thursday. Lovely. There was How, a, how'd you do? It was a, a four-pronged attack of celebrity readers. It was um, me, Adrian Childs. Right. I know what you're thinking. There's a theme, but yeah, then, yeah. then it veers <laughs> yeah. away. yeah. Emily Maitlis. Right. Yeah. Um, who surprisingly is uh, married. I said that because Maitlis. Oh. oh. oh so you thought yeah. I was mean, but no. Um, <laughs> and uh, Kerry Matthews. Oh. So okay. we all did a reading each. And uh, Kerry's got up first and uh, she was doing a Dylan Thomas poem. She did a bit of an introduction. Did she? And Adrian leaned across 
And he said, uh, are you, do- <laughs> you doing an uh, introduction? <laughs> and what did you say? I said, I hadn't planned on one, but I might have to come up with one now. <laughs> So I actually did, like, a very small gig in Westminster <laughs> Cathedral. How did it yeah. go, the gig? I stormed it. I didn't, did really. I got up and I said, uh, as an old showbiz saying, uh, never follow, oh, little town of Bethlehem. Oh, yeah. Got, a, got think, a laugh? I think they thought, what, what's he, what does that mean? Why would that be, I wonder? <laughs> what's wrong with our little town of Bethlehem? There's a general sense of that. You know what a cathedral crowd is like? They're not totally with Are you Are you suggesting me, that uh, some of them will fall on stony ground? <laughs> they certainly did. And, um, but I, uh, I continued. I thought I got it. It's like doing a link on this show. You, got, you feel you've got yeah. to end on some sort of high. So we talked, uh, I was reading uh, The Journey of the Magi by T.S. Eliot, a cold coming we had of it. And, um, and that was how the material was going. And then, um, <laughs> so I said, you know, it's, it's about the Magi. And then I thought I better tell them who they are. Yeah. So I said, you know, sometimes known as the three wise men or the three kings. Oh, yeah. right. And I said, it's, you know, it's, it covers an, a, an aspect of them not often discussed, their travel arrangements. Right, and I yeah. said it's, and then I said, "Wait for it." And this was—I thought if this doesn't work, I got—I got nothing. I got nothing left. Okay. This is my peak. I said, um, "Extraordinary review of a reading." I said because we all think of them just following the star and then you know ending up in uh, Bethlehem, you know, for yeah. straightforward. But you know, not as complicated as you think, especially when you remember it was a bank holiday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bit, you know, Biggish laugh. That's that good. was it, straight into T.S. Eliot. Straight in. That's decent. But, um... Did Aid do, did Aid do any material? Well, Dave was... Da, um, Aid, Aid, was, Aid, 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 Aid Dave, Dave, is he? No, that's Aid, the other friend. Been, that's the other friend. Should have been Dave. I haven't got two friends, <laughs> take that back. Um, well, he couldn't... It was difficult with him because he was doing um, Luke 3, verses 10 to 28. Oh, well, I wish you'd said earlier. That'd be hard. Well, what's Puts the, it all into perspective. What's the ramp going to be? <laughs> Tricky, isn't it? Yeah, I mean... You he should have just come up and said, you oh, can follow that. He should have got up and said, oh, look. Yeah. <laughs> look. And done that about three times. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.